you know, it's a beautiful morning and there is nothing that I can't be but grateful. Um, If you live in South Florida, we just went through this crazy, you know, hurricane season, um, Hurricane Nicole, Tropical Storm Nicole, whichever it was. Um, You know, and I'm just grateful because, you know, thankfully, you know, my house was spared, didn't lose power you know I know some people experience power loss but then he's got it restored and all that stuff but nonetheless you know I'm just very grateful I know during hurricane season those that live in South Florida it's where we usually get into this state of panic and we freak out and we're like oh my gosh I don't know da, da, da. you know it's all those things um and between this one and then the last one we experienced Hurricane Ian, you know, I just felt this sense of peace and calmness. And I was just like, you know what? At the end of the day, God's got us, you know, no matter what happens, there's a purpose behind the situation. And, you know, so what? I lose a couple of screens, whatever. Those can be fixed. Oh, um, the fence knocked over. Okay, that can be fixed. Those things can be fixable. You know what I mean? But... One thing that I feel like we all need to really fix and work on is just our peace and our mindset and our heart and just all those things. And I've shared in the past, you know, me focusing so a lot on, you know, healing and the season of just, you know, coming back from all of that, you know, just rebuilding, rebuilding and just all those things. And, you know, as I'm in this this next chapter of life, you know, as I've shared with you guys after dealing with the loss of, um, you know, a baby a few months ago. And, you know, now me and my husband are back into the trying to conceive journey and just all the things. And, you know, I was really sitting and reflecting the past, I want to say, like month and a half at least this past month, you know, because I've had a lot of good friends from my church that have just recently had babies. I've had a lot of friends from work and church that just announced that they were expecting. You know, there's been a lot of celebrating. There's been a lot of of, of new life that is that is taking place. And, you know, I got to be honest with you, you know, in the very beginning when everything was still very fresh, it was hard. You know, you had to put on the fake smile and just be like, okay, yay, I'm so happy for you, yada, yada. Um, And, you know, I I felt I was still grieving, you know, still dealing with my own thing. But, you know, now I don't get sad. I don't get sad about it. If anything, if I'm quote unquote sad, like if you see tears in my eyes, it's joy. It's uttermost joy for these friends. You know, I have friends that I knew that were trying for so long and they're finally experiencing the rainbow. So I'm joyful for them, you know, and seeing friends that, you know, are experiencing, you know, first time mommy stuff. I'm, I'm joyful for them. And you know, you're probably thinking in your mind as you're listening to this episode, like, well, what, what's the point? What's the point? Where are we getting at with this? And where I'm going is, you know, continue to do the work. Continue to do the healing. And I, I guarantee when you continue to work on you, 
work on your healing, work on whatever hurt habit or hang up you are dealing with, your outlook on certain situations are going to change. I talk about Celebrate Recovery all the time. Um, I'm sure I've talked about it enough times on my podcast episodes and you're probably like, we get it. We get it. But you know what? Do you do you really get it? Do you understand? What CR has done for me in the past almost two years, 18 months, it'll be 18 months at the end of this month that I've really focused on healing me. I gotta tell you, I don't think I'd have the attitude that I have had I not started CR. And now adding going to therapy on top of it. I don't think I'd be in this place had I not started focusing on healing. And I understand healing is is scary. It, It is a scary thing because you are opening up the box that you don't want to open. Nobody wants to open that box. I certainly know I did it. And I thought I was good on certain occasions and certain things that took place in my life. I thought, oh, I'm, I am recovered. I am good. I thought I was. But in reality, when I started CR and I started doing the 12-step study, which is, you know, like 12 steps that people do like an AA, but it's faith-based and it's focusing on whatever, like I said, hurt, habit, or hang-up that you have been holding on to. And, you know, I think once I really started that 12-step program is when I realized I wasn't, I wasn't there. There was still so much junk that I was sitting in or that I, that I had stuffed away and like threw in the attic or threw in my junk pile because I was like, it's fine. It's in the junk pile. I don't need to redig it. And God was like, no. We need to, we, we need to unpack that. We need to get rid of it. We need to throw it in the dumpster. Like we need to just toss it, burn it, do all the things. We really need to like dig deep on why we go through these things. And it's hard. I'm gonna I'm gonna be very, very vulnerable and honest with you. It's hard. It's hard to unpack the things that you thought you were good from. Or you thought you were mentally healed from, but you weren't. But it's okay. It's okay to... It's okay to to no longer let that be a prisoner in your life. You deserve to be joyful in situations. Things that maybe might have triggered you or caused you to feel a certain way, you should start to feel joy in your heart. Or you should be able to, if somebody says something, it shouldn't automatically like tense you up. There were certain words that people would say that would get me tense. There were certain phrases my husband would say and he didn't even realize that would cause me to cringe and like tense up. And then once I communicated that with him, once I spoke that 
out to him. Honestly, I felt free. When I could set the healthy boundaries for myself and even for my children. And then words and comments that were once said to me, I I no longer allowed to affect me. That's when I knew that I was healing, not healed, because if if, if I'm going to be very honest with you, it's a journey. It is recovery and healing is a journey and there's no destination. You can be healed on a certain like portion of it, but it's still something where you you have to continuously work on it. Uh, we had a special guest uh, at CR this past week, Irene Rollins. If you haven't heard of her, her and her husband, Jimmy Rollins, uh, you need to because they're absolutely amazing. And she has this book, Reframe Your Shame, um, that she wrote. Fantastic. I'm still reading it. Uh, and it spoke to me on, so, it's speaking to me on so many levels because I was very shameful of talking about my journey and my story, my testimony. But um, she said something this past Tuesday that stuck with me and it's ingrained in my brain. And she said, if you're not continuously working on your recovery, you're working on your relapse. And that that stuck. Because like I said, no matter what, recovery isn't just about substance. Recovery is about codependency. Do you struggle with that? Do you struggle with your anxiety? Do you struggle with people pleasing? Do you struggle with setting healthy boundaries for yourself and for other people and from other people? Do you struggle with self-esteem? Do you struggle with depression? Do you struggle with unforgiveness do you struggle with not forgiving yourself there's so many things if it's if whatever the first thing that pops into your brain do you still struggle with that and if your answer is yes then you have to continue to work on it but how Ashley how do I do that how do I work on that well I strongly advise you know I used to be a person that was ashamed of therapy I wasn't ashamed of other people doing therapy. I was ashamed of doing therapy for myself because I was like, I'm not crazy. And we all go through that mindset of, well, I don't need to go to therapy because therapy is for crazy people. But no, therapy is a great tool. It's a tool that God created for us. It's a tool that that is so important that we shouldn't be ashamed of it. I advise if if you're able to go to therapy, that's a great first step. If therapy is not a financial thing for you at the moment, then look for a celebrate recovery in your area. There are so many churches that offer celebrate recovery. Just search it. Search it in your area. Celebrate recovery is an even better first step. One of the greatest things um, I really loved about Celebrate Recovery for myself was when I first started, because um, you do like a, it's a large group, you know, there's a lesson, there's something or a testimony, and then you break up into a small group that specifically focuses on whatever it is that you are needing healing from or need to work on. Um, one of the good things I always tell people is you're not obligated to 
automatically just dive in and like start sharing your stuff because not everyone's at that place where they're just ready to share it took me a while before I started sharing you know me because at that time I was still very ashamed that I struggled so I was like "Mm, no we're not there yet and that's okay you share when you're ready you share when you're comfortable You know, don't ever feel as if you have to just automatically be like, all right, here's all my baggage. Let me just dump all this and then think that all is well. No, you it it takes time. It takes time. Like I said, recovery is a journey. Those are some great steps. If if um, if that's not it, find somebody that you trust first of all somebody you trust and feel as though you can share yourself with if not that's fine get a diary a journal journal out and then pray to god just just do like a self-inventory meaning like just think of you know, people that have made a positive influence on your life as well as those that might have caused hurt and harm. And then just give it to God. But don't sit in it. Don't sit in that hurt. Don't sit in that addiction that you're just continuously doing over and over. You know, where you think like, if I continuously do the same thing over and over i'm gonna expect a different result no we got to change things we may have to get uncomfortable when it comes to us healing and it's okay to get a little uncomfortable trust me i like things in a routine i like doing the same thing over and over again i'm very much a routine person and when things get out of whack i get a little bit "Eh," you know that's something i'm working on But be okay with not everything going according to plan. It's okay. But focus on your healing. Make this season, make this next chapter, before we enter 2023, make this the season that you focus on your healing You focus on what's been holding you back. You focus on, you know, what is it that you just haven't let go of or you haven't fully recovered from? Focus on that and watch how you handle things. Watch how things kind of start falling into place. I shared a month ago, actually. A month ago, I shared my testimony at Celebrate Recovery. And that was probably the most nerve-wracking thing I have ever done in my life. That was scary. You know? And it wasn't just sharing, you know, hey, I was a single mom and now I'm not. And, you know, hey, I dealt with this with my asthma and here I am now. No, we like peeled. We peeled like I shared and you know the enemy was trying 
he tried to stop me from sharing. But I knew that was just the next step. And like I said, God is continuously writing my story. He's continuously writing my testimony. You know, from what I shared that day, he was he was still doing his thing you know it's it's continuously adding some extra you know to 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 my life but I gotta tell you though me not sharing I probably would still be hiding because there was a point I was ashamed of sharing my story I was ashamed because I didn't know what people would think of me by me sharing that. Because I didn't want people to know like, hey, I I hurt too. Hey, yeah, I'm a person that helps lead worship, but I struggle with this. Like, I didn't want people to know that. But now I'm like, yeah, here I am. This is me. This is who I am, and I'm not ashamed of it. If anything, I'm happy because without this, without all of that, I wouldn't be here, and there wouldn't be this gratitude that I am sitting at right now. So continue to fight for you. Continue to fight for your recovery. Continue to work on you. Don't stop. Don't let anyone say that you recovering is silly or that you focusing on your healing is ridiculous. Don't listen to them. Those are not people that maybe need to be in your next season of life. But I promise you that if you start focusing and working on you, Those things that used to once trigger you won't. Those things that maybe once made you sad won't. You can experience joy. You can experience a huge smile and a sense of peace in your life. When baby baby announcements and pregnancy announcements used to once make me feel a certain way, now bring me joy because I know... It's going to be my turn. It's going to be my moment where I'm going to get to share my joy of, a, of an upcoming arrival. I proclaim it. I guarantee you, as, as I post this, this episode of this podcast, I can guarantee you by the second, third, or fourth podcast episode, I will be sharing great news with you guys so it's coming and I'm gonna leave you with this you are loved you are enough you are valuable you are amazing you are worthy you deserve to heal you deserve to be the best version of yourself you deserve to be at peace you deserve to experience joy i pray that god opens your eyes to the magnificent things that you should be experiencing i hope you know that you are enough
I'm praying for you. I love you all. Until next time.